0: What's up everyone and welcome back to daily fantasy sports picks and bets. It's the mix here on Mayo Media Net presented by Jock Market. Download the app. And use the promo code M-M-N They're going to match the first hundred bucks for free And if it's free, it's for me Yes, is the big jock market show With the big dude With the big mouth From the big apple That's Big Johnny Stud At John Legaza on the Bird app If you're into that stuff Rate, review, and subscribe to the Audio Only Pod And in just a few minutes After I've earned it I'm going to ask you for a cartoon finger Of course, those YouTube's likes matter more than they should If you're new, welcome aboard To the Mayo Media Net We're doing our thing here this football thing of ours we're using run the sims projections we're going to get you the blue chip players right those are just the highest projected overall for each team and then we'll do a little like a little value exercise a little cost per point analysis using those same projections with dk costs to come up with the best values on the slate i also ran the jock market ipos which is probably a really good spot you know really good piece of information to keep on the front of your brain because when those auctions are happening and they do go hot and heavy which is probably the most fun part of jock market love that game so much you really want to know when you want to get out right where you want to get in and where you want to get out which is i think what separates jock market from the other daily sites where the prices are stagnant and you can either get with it or not get with it in jock market we like a player up to a certain point we're going to get into some of that in particular on these showdown slates when it comes to some of the more expensive Players. You know, you kind of got to grab the C.O. Jones and go get it, or don't, right? If you can't stand the heat, get the F out the kitchen. All right, here we go with your blue chips brought to you by Jock Market. Remember, today is Raiders and Chiefs Monday night Foosball. Again, I don't want to beat to death that good players are good and do good things, but let's get an idea of where the projections fall as far as tiers, percentile differences, to help us construct our narrative for this game. On the Raiders' side, it's Derek Carr and Devontae Adams both between 18 and 19 followed by Josh Jacobs 16 he's been eating up tons of work there followed by Renfro he's back at 14 Darren Waller at 11 really all just kind of mediocre projections the Raiders have been hit or miss I think they might be a bit more matchup dependent than the market is letting on I'm kind of a big Chiefs backer not so much of a fan as the team really surprised the public was just discarding them Man, the lines are post posted in a place where I thought they were off, and then they move away from the Chiefs. Kansas City getting it right on both sides of the ball. I could tell, you could tell who I like tonight. But on the Chiefs side, it's Mahomes at 23 leading the way, Kelsey at 19 equal to that car projection. Then we have a full drop down to. The Fresh Prince of Hilaire, Clyde Edwards Hilaire at 14.5, which slots him next to Renfro. And then everyone else below 10, Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. We know they've been a bit... Erratic. Alright, let's look at the handicapping part of this. I got some cool matchup stats as the season progresses. Raiders offense again, it's really just been okay. 24 points a game, 64 plays, 356 yards per game. Those are all like right around the middle, just slightly better than average. 37 yards a drive, three minutes a drive, and 73 percent drive success rate again all just slightly better than average the offensive line has played really well one of the best adjusted line yards in the game we've seen that translate into the nearly five running back yards per attempt the pass game really been spotty past DVOA at one percent which is below average they throw the ball a ton 39 attempts but only 24 completions for 243 yards a game 10 yards per completion one and a half TDs per game I mean these are all just like smack in the middle, and I guess that's kind of what you feel like you might get with Derek Carr, right? I, I know people are expecting this huge step forward, 295 against the Chargers, 303 against Tennessee, looking really good, but the 188 against Denver... Uh, yikes showing you where the bottom could be the Denver defense is okay they're probably right on par with Kansas City hopping to the Kansas City defense looking pretty good holding opponents to less than 330 yards a game less than 30 yards a drive their adjusted line yards Kansas City defensive side of the ball looking really good against the run minus 23 percent rush DVOA allowing under 66 rushing yards less than three and a quarter running back yards per carry if the Chiefs are able to establish themselves in the pits, right, in the fighting arena at the point of contact. The Raiders needing that run game to feed the pass game. This one could get ugly quick. I know people don't really think of the Chiefs as a a defensive team, but they have been really good. They get ahead, so of course they allow a lot of attempts and they allow a lot of completions. That's not really the kind of thing we're worried about, right? You see 44 attempts, 31 completions. Doesn't make you a bad pass defense. They're just ahead. All those completions have turn into 263 through the air, but only six yards. Per attempt and eight and a half per completion. Those numbers are not very good. Give me the Chiefs D over the Raiders offense, but you know, we'll see some Jacobs or no. We'll see tons of Adams, I'm sure. Chiefs offense is awesome. Again, 32 points, 385 yards per game, over six yards per play, 39 yards per drive near the top of the board, 77% drive success rate also near the top of the board because the run game's been very good. Offensive line for Chiefs also good. Four and three quarters adjusted line yards, 117 rush yards a game, four and three quarter running back yards per attempt. We know to pay. Game is excellent. Raider D has been a little better than I thought. They have limited opponent's drives, forcing them to be inefficient. They are allowing some pass yards through the air over 255, but it's on way less attempts than the Chiefs. So the Raiders' pass D is a lot less efficient, right? Those are the kind of things we like to look at when we're looking at these things. So now that we see the overall handicapping, you know, who do we like? Does Carr get to the 19? If he does, then I think that fulfills Adams at 18, but if they do, I don't know if Jacobs gets a 16, not really catching many balls, probably spotting Renfrew and Waller right where they'd be, but if you're on my side and with the Chiefs and you don't think Carr gets to 19, remember you've got to adjust everything else down, especially with the quarterback if that's the player you're doubting because that rising tide is going to lift all ships and the same in reverse. Raiders' projections feel fair, I guess, but they do feel high. And again, I'm always critical of everybody projecting there. Remember, these are median outcomes. So I wouldn't expect this from everyone at once. Again, if you're looking for work from the past game, maybe you're getting less Jacobs. If you think the Raiders are able to establish the run game, then maybe it's a bit more Jacobs and maybe even less Waller and Adams if Waller is blocking over to the Chiefs. So you could obviously see where these projections hit. I think the Hilaire might even be a bit low. I know he's running hot and he's everybody's favorite sell-high candidate in fantasy. But I think, like, listen, yes, I get it. I'm the guy that talks about inputs over outputs. But the fact of the matter is, you know, he's the lead running back on one of the best offenses so sometimes you're going to be able to score two touchdowns with 20 carries you know and that's just going to be what it is we haven't seen these big yardage spikes but because we've seen seven attempts with three catches eight attempts with four catches seven attempts with five catches those targets and the value that they bring really help push Hilaire to the top. And he has all the TD equity. So I think the Hilaire projection is a bit low here. If that translates into low ownership and low IPO, give me Hilaire. We'll be talking about the values in a bit. Juju Smith, Schuster, and Valdez-Scantling, two guys I've really had trouble getting with. I mean, jujus he's out there, 125 routes, 19% of the team target share, but the yards were at run at 1.75, thought that might be just a little bit higher. The team air yards at 22, which feels pretty solid, but the the vast majority of his targets are below 10 yards, really not great, 66% of the snaps. You know, he's, he's even mixed in the slot. The usage is not terrible, just really hasn't translated. Juju stuck at 19 catches for 224 yards on the season, and Valdez Scantling, ran 132 routes he's only has 23 targets 17% target per round one not what you expect from a big time free agent we know these guys could pop off at any time right that's kind of the part of the game Juju would have to do it with volume which we just haven't seen six for 79 five for 89 at the top of his board Valdez Scantling really hasn't done much of anything three for 63 against Tampa all we've gotten so far to date so I'm a bit skeptical of the Raiders side I am believing in the Chiefs side the wideouts that I mentioned at the end, Juju and Valdez, projecting, pre- projecting projecting, those players can be especially difficult because I don't see them as 8 or 9 point players. I either see them as 0 or 15. And that's probably something we think about when it comes to jock market, in particular with a guy like Scantling who might tear the top off the defense. We haven't seen it, but it doesn't mean we won't. Those are the guys you have to give an extra nod to because of the high variance, so if you can get your hands on high variance at a low cost, that's a really great way to get to the front of the jock market leaderboard. DraftKings, you pay up; you gotta get it, right? You pay, you better, you best to get it. So Juju and Scantling put a little more pressure on you. I think is probably how I might say it. I was rambling to try and get to these salaries. Valdez Scantling, five point two. Thousand DK box juju at six point six. Yeah, both of them are going to have you scratching your chin. Valdez feels like the value, maybe Speaking of values, we are now cross the midfield way. Let's uh take a deep breath and do my favorite part of the show, which is the the value section. So while we take that breath, why don't you rate, review, and subscribe to the audio only pod? Download the Jock Market app. That's really where it's at. I think in a couple of years, I think you'll see Jock Market begin to eat up more and more of the market share in these daily contests. Because I think people want to play around even. They don't want this all or none, going home with nothing. Yesterday was a good example. Like, Jock Market had a ton of injured guys. There's nothing you could do. You know, Fryermuth and Higgins, Damian Harris, quite literally the Fattest sections of my portfolio all went down, and though I did lose, I didn't get cracked up because I had a couple of good hits. I had Nick Chubb and a couple other really good players like that. So, all right, just a feather in the cap on the way out before we do our penny stocks. All right, let's get this rock in the red zone. It's your penny stocks brought to you by Jock Market. Of course, these are not just the cheapest players on the board. That wouldn't get us anywhere. We have a tournament to win. There's cash to stuff in these pockets, yo. So, what we want to do is. Use the given piece of information. DraftKings gives you the salary. We're using Run The Sims to give us our projection. And then it's up to us to determine where the value is. Number one lesson in this, as always is cheap, does not equal value. I'm not going to keep doing this every single show, but for the new listeners, keep in mind, just because something's cheap doesn't mean it's good value. And vice versa, let's prove a little bit of that. Patrick Mahomes, top of the board, projected for 23 points. We know the ceiling is a million. 12,000 salary puts him at $517 per point. Derek Carr, 19-point projection at 10.2 salary, leaves him with a higher cost per point than Patrick Mahomes. And I think that's the best... You know, that's the best visualization for the audio-only listeners. I'm going to walk you through it. But I I definitely suggest you hop over to YouTube and grab a little screenshot. We're also posting them on the Mayo Media Net handle on the Bird app Twitter, yo. Because I think it's important to see all these things at once. And I think more so to expand, we want to understand where these numbers fall. That if you want to do the math on your own, again, I can't cover every player, every slate. If you want to do this stuff on your own, you could figure it out and say, Oh, in a showdown, look at the board right here. Being around 500 is the cheapest point you're going to get because there are so few players on the slate. Everybody's on it. On the main slate, that number gets cut almost in half. We're looking for like $300 a point or less. Give you an idea of the value and how to get ahead in jock market playing at the bottom of the board. Let's worry about this game tonight, though. It's Mahomes and it's Carr. We mentioned that. The running backs on the board, we got McKinnon projected for six, 3000 salary, leaving him at the same $500 cost per point. Now, that's a good piece of value, right? If he's coming in with the lowest players. The DK salary's low. What we want to look at is I went and scraped all the IPOs. If McKinnon's IPO is at 265, we're going to have to get a piece from him. I know it's been disappointing. He has been disappointing. And he was one of the... I'm not saying like a sleeper that I really like going into fantasy. But you know I thought that he could outplay Hilaire, but I thought he'd be getting more of the pass work. Though he's on the field, right, so McKinnon is on the field, he's run 61 routes, he's only gotten 8 targets, so that's been difficult, but he's out there, he's playing the passing downs, he's running the routes, and, you know, getting that passing work as far as the backup running backs go, so if something were to happen to Hilaire, or he's even tired and he's a replacement, remember, it is McKinnon and not Pacheco, as much as I like, pacheco he's has not been targeted yet so where we thought we're getting this like dynamic pass catching guy he's not he's been getting the backup run work so i only think you're going to see him in a blowout that he has been getting worked in trust me i am watching that usage very closely he's stashed on every single one of my teams right now but i don't want to be that person that falls in love with the preseason darling and then rushes him out there when he's not warranted but jock market because it's price determined the 265 ipo opens the door to get one mckinnon over to Clyde, Hilaire, 14.5 projection, 7.4 salary, 5.10 course per point. Everything kind of looking pretty good. I like the IPO at 8.84. I know we, we covered the efficiency, but he's the touchdown guy. And that's what it takes in these games. It just ends up 21 17 and he scores two of the touchdowns. He could be the number one player. 8.84 IPO opens the door for a 300% return if he's a top player. Josh Jacobs, I'm not sure I'm seeing it. Everyone else is. I don't want to be slow to this. We know the workload was thick, but I think Kansas City's very good up front. Josh Jacobs doesn't really come off as quite as dynamic as other starting running backs. I'm a bit worried. I think this is my fade here. Jacobs' 17 point projection, 8 8 salary at the 530 cost per point, looking good. The IPO is at $10. I'm telling you, it's going to be higher than that. Let's do the wide receivers really quick. It's Renfro, Hollins, Hardman, Adams, and Scantling. Adams, the cost per point over 620, so he's hard to justify as a value if you're aligning with these projections. If you're not and you just see Adams as a ceiling play, yes, he certainly is. IPO twelve eleven, meaning it's still viable in my eyes, because I think you need to be at least at two to one. So my top players I like to get at twelve fifty or below. So if they do finish as the top player, I get to double up. I don't want to be chasing up these high totals and closing my window for profit at the same time. Renfro is back, don't know what we're gonna get. If the IPO is at six fifty, he's got a chance for some volume. Chiefs are playing a lot of zone. Car has not been great in his own, but that's where he's gonna go with it. Scaling, I covered Hardman and I covered these guys, are very difficult to get with. Scaling the $6 IPO, absolutely not. His cost per point is at $660. No. Thank you. So get, get away from that. Hardman, because the DK salary is so low, it's dragging down the IPO, he's at 3.86. That'd probably be the long shot that we go for, right? I was looking for those guys. So we're going to have to keep an eye on the IPO price. We can't promise that. You know, we could do our best to project it, but I can't promise it right now as much as I'd like to. Juju's IPO, that's what I want to get. It's not up on this board. It's at 820, and that's why Give me um, Hardman is my value. So you never know what you're going to get, right? Life's a box of chocolates with these weird... Kansas City outputs, but could be Hardman three sixteen for one in the first week three for forty nine. Then bottomed out the last two. Could we get the bounce back? I'm not sure, but at least if we're looking for it, I'd rather underpay and go with the sub four dollar IPO where he has a chance to really make some nice returns, opposed to a guy like Scantling who, when you pay that six dollars or more, you're up against it right off the bat when it comes to DK. The salaries are really similar, right? So that's where DK and Jock Market Jam are totally different. Hardman and Scantling, very similar DK salaries, very disparate IPOs. So if you want to play Scantling, you get with him in DraftKings. If you're playing Jock Market, then you go with Hardman. Boom! I think that was a really good lesson and some application on how just the best way to do it, right? We can't predict the future. We don't know what's going to happen. What we can do is be stringent in an objective process and try and keep ourselves in the strongest probabilistic scenario. Man, if that lesson didn't do it, that's the kind of stuff that makes you stronger in the real market and then in real life. And you just have to understand premiums and how to get away from public perception and the ideas of value and execution and overhead. That's the key to successful business, right? Everybody wants to make a jillion dollars, but I got news for you. If you make a Jillion dollars, but you spend a Jillion and one, you didn't make any money. And granted, if you make a Jillion, I don't know how much it is, but it sounds like a lot, you're probably doing good. Fact of the matter is though, control the overhead. If you control the spending, the rest will come if your process is good. The problem with gamblers in general, they think everything's due, they don't understand, these events are independent, the market is irrational. And sometimes it just bounces against you for way longer than you'd expect. So the best way to prepare for that is to be strict in your process, predetermine your risk. Okay, boom. Six and a half lessons for all the wonderful people at Mayo Media Net. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod. And if you really thought it a great job, five-star reviews are the way to go. Maybe even a cartoon finger forward, your homeboy from Brooklyn. Give me that. Give me those cartoon fingers, man! Give me those thumbs, cause they matter way more than they should—just way more than they should. But hey, if it's free, right? That's our thing, right? We are a community here, and I'm very honest. I don't—I consider myself one of you, you know, one of the men and women here in the male media crew. And uh, yeah, I, you know, one hand washes the other, right? I'm, we're doing this, presenting what we hope is the best content for free. I personally, this is the first season I've had my work out in public and not behind the paywall ever to give you an idea of what all the extra stuff that goes into it. So, you know, we're presenting it for free. So that was my version of begging for a finger. (laughs) All right, man. So we're in the red zone. Let's punch this in. Oh, I forgot my dude. Last but not least, it's Travis Kelsey. Another good example of how you could pay up and get value. And another reason why I like jock market so much. Let's say Kelsey's the only guy you like. He's the only guy you have to play in Jock Market. You determine your portfolio. More conventional DFS sites, right? You're pigeonholed. You must have a tight end. You must have this. Well, I don't like to be told what to do. So maybe that's another reason why I like Jock Market so much, right? You can have all the shares of one player, one share of one player, one share of every player, all shares of all players, and every iteration in between. So Travis Kelsey, a 10.8 salary. With the high projection, 19, the IPO is going to be near the top of the board. If he's at 1250 or below, he's one of those players I think gets the return. I think you have to finish in the top three. I think Kelsey absolutely is that guy. right? He's going to be a volume guy. And let's expand on that just a touch. But in just one second, let me catch my breath. You know, doing these shows ain't easy. All right, it's that third pillar of profit here at Mayo Media Net and The Mix. Our Week 5 Monday Night Football prop, we got back on track yesterday, sniffed out that Stefan Diggs prop, 79.5 was way too low, though I was sweating bullets when Gabe Davis started scoring 300-yard touchdowns, and the Bills had 7,000 points, I believe. I was worried that we weren't going to get it, but everything played out. Put ourselves in a strong spot, and he nailed it, and he went way over, which is another reason why we like alt-rec props. My other props did not do well. So, oh, my gosh. McLaurin was five yards short of putting me in the black, and Dems, the brakes. Gosh, that team stinks. Cars hidden weds stinks. I watched that one because I wanted it so bad. Oh, they're terrible. All right, let's get back, or let's stay in the Profit Calm with our prop if you're not following on YouTube. Shame on you for shame. Shame, ding, 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 shame. No, I'm going to read it to you, of course. It's our Week 5, which is now Week 6. Or is it Week 5? My Night Football is the last of the game, so it's Week 5.5, let's say. It's Travis Kelsey, over 6.5 receptions at minus 110. This one has been moving week to week. It gets too high sometimes. Like, this at 7.5 is way too high. I never like to look for eight catches. Travis Kelsey is a walking seven. Catch machine, and they're home. I, I I was a bit surprised that this didn't ring as one of the eight ones. All right, let's check it out. So, Mahomes obviously very very good. The Raiders are playing a ton of zone where he looks to Kelsey. So against his own, Mahomes is fifty-seven of eighty-one for six ninety-two and a score. So that's a better than seventy percent completion rate, right, which is the thing we're looking for, right, so we're looking for catches, receptions, we need efficiency, we're not worried about yards, right, so when we're expecting to face the zone, we're going to hope that Kelsey does his little shimmy shake, sits down in open space, Mahomes hits him, high percentage play, by game, Kelsey has 8, 5, 4, and 9, so he's cleared this half of the time. He's also been very good against the zone, so 14 grabs for 310 yards and a touchdown against the zone. This is Travis Kelsey, and on the flip side, the Raiders have been okay against tight ends, but the thing is competition, right? So I think tight end competition throws off those position-based statistics, something you got to be careful of. They face the Chargers, the Cardinals, the Titans, the Broncos. There are no tight ends there. The only tight end, Zach Ertz, who's like a older, slower version of Kelsey, went for eight for 75. So I think we're going to get this one easily. We're going to get it right off the bat. You know, Kelsey's going to be peppering. The second he sees the zone looks, expect him to start hitting Kelsey. You're right. Just expect that. They're going to give you some hell air. You're going to get the three yards in the dust ball. Then you're gonna get lots of zone coverage, and you're gonna to get tons of Kelsey underneath. Hopefully, so give me Travis Kelsey with the seven grabs and the sub 1250 IPO if that hits for Jock Market, and that will do it for the mix at Daily Fantasy Sports picks and bets here on the Mayo Media Net. Rate, review, and subscribe to that bad boy. Download the Jock Market app; it's available any you know provider worth their weight in digital salt. Use the promo code M. M N and they're gonna match that first hundred bucks for free. And if you notice, especially on the main slate, the hundred dollars is more than enough to not just like do damage. This is like, oh, if you're gonna you know take the money and make money immediately. No, you're gonna have a like, several whacks at this, and I think that's what matters, right? That for the showdown slate, if you haven't done it yet, I would suggest download the app, take advantage of the promo, but don't go live tonight, right? Which is weird. I'm the I'm the the weird handicapper that tells you not to bet sometimes. But I think it's just because that's part of the learning process, right? Once you've shown you have an understanding of the executions, right, of the format itself, the speed of the game, you could trade on paper is what we say is, you know, write down, right? If it's a closing cost, Travis Kelsey close at 12 one share, Travis Kelsey twelve 2 shares, Hilaire, eight seventy five, right? One share, Hardman, two sixty five. Let it play out. Check the returns at the end. And see if you made some money. And if you didn't, you could ask yourself why, and be happy that you didn't. And if you did, maybe say, "Oh, okay, I, I, okay, good. I feel, I'm comfortable with this. So i right. I have, I got the stuff that I wanted. I didn't get, you know, elbowed out. And I think that really is at the center of profiting in a game like jock market. As rough of a spin as I've had in the last like month or so, we've done extremely well. You know, I took a twenty dollar promo, or over twenty five hundred bucks with it. Though I've been I've been stuck in the mud lately. But look, right, more even more so, another last feather in the cap. It's a like cartoon feather, a real feather. in your imaginary hat to get me a cartoon finger how about that bad boy if you pick up what i'm putting down there you know the the trading on uh paper really really important sorry i got spun off there on a tangent just doing kind of what i do but it's really it is really really important to prove to yourself that you can excel and succeed first Think about how much money that would save you if you did that with trading or sports betting, right? Everybody wants a sports bet. But nobody's out there saying, well, spend the first 30 days trying to profit first. Because if you do, then you know you can kind of go forward. You have an idea. And if you don't, you're going to say, wow, I just saved myself some money. Hopefully you learned the lesson. That's the key. And the reason I know that one is, trust me, i ain't not smarter than anybody. I've just made these mistakes on my own, dropping, you know, 5 figures into a uh, trading account and smoked that morning you know like you know I, it's, I'm telling you I, I'm completely honest with people I've I've been there you know I remember going to my wife hat in hand sick to my stomach you know you want to die you really do you're, you're embarrassed and you're, you're sad you're you know you're just ashamed and you're oh god just beaten you know just demoralize the word and you know you gotta you gotta pick yourself back up right and I did and from that right I've become a professional since then And at that point, if you would have told me I was ever going to make another dollar in any market again, I probably told you you're crazy. So, if you get yourself in trouble, yes, I believe you could dig yourself out. (laughs) But the best way to do that is to not get in trouble in the first place that was the lesson that i wanted to get out cartoon feathers and fingers all over the place when you hang with the big dude because remember it's all about the nuance and the context it's all about sustainability in these markets you think i give a damn about a handicapper's record for the last like two weeks i'm amazed that people are doing that post your record what is it in the last week i have Thousands and thousands of bets. Is that, what we're, is that what we're talking about here? So, again, remember, remember, in this age of ubiquitous information, it's partly your job, right, as the consumer, the customer, the fan, the analyst, the better or whatever you are, all of those things, to f- cut through the fog, right? That's part of it. And I hope that's what, you know, you're already a step ahead of the game hanging here at Mayo Media Net. You're getting that from Patty. And, you know, he saw that in me. And hopefully, you're getting just the same right there. That that we're trying to cut through the fog. This is the stuff that matters, the projections, the ownership, the leverage, the strategy, the application. And then after that, we let the chips fall with their bay. So thanks so much for picking up what we're putting down here at Mayo Media Net. I hope you love this show as much as I love putting it on. Get up in the comments. Let me know how good of a job I'm doing. Get up on social media. Tag Patty. Let him know, let him know how good of a job I'm doing. Enjoy this Monday night foosball game. Enjoy the game. Enjoy your day when we're done with the book. Enjoy that pay, everybody. And remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, yo. Peace.